This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Jake and Amir, two Jews that you can't forget. In 2010, they were big on the internet. And all things considered, their success is more than fair. What are you looking at me confused for? We were doing like air instruments during the during the intro. Yeah. The last one was so off color. It wasn't off color, it was the upright bass. I was Oh. I thought you were like fucking a giant gorilla or something. Um no, I was I thought you what were like holding a gorilla like I was... from behind and you were like, like almost fucking a gorilla. Not almost. It sounds like you thought I was legitimately <laughs> pantomiming having sex. What made you go to gorilla instead of anything like, else? I was doing a flute. You did a yeah. guitar, and then at I one did a harmonica. You stood up, and I thought you yeah. were literally. I know what you entering. thought I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> almost it was like... upright bass. Anyone watching can see my. Oh, he's doing my... it again. You're choking no. the fucking you... ape. No, it's not choking the ape. <laughs> it has nothing to do with an ape. Okay. You're being you're being obscene. You're talking <laughs> you're, about bestiality. You're ta- you're being crass, yeah. Yeah. You're being crass. Ass. <laughs> uh this is segments, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by mm-hmm. us. Yeah. That's right. Here. I'm Jake. I thought we'd bring back the advice at one point in the show, but we're not there yet. Mm. We're not there yet. I wanted to start with a classic, and it's about time we have a classic. This is probably yeah. our most recurring segment. Really? It's yeah. that is yeah, not mystery guest. No. Not mystery guest. Not not guessing an age of no. a random celebrity. <laughs> no. We've done that a couple times. That one's a this classic. This has too. to be the the most classic fan favorite. Could be its own podcast, poetry or noetry. Yes, poetry or noetry, a.k.a. You've written a poetry poem. or nah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this one was sort of, I'm going to make it a little different because 
my buddy Jesse, who listens to the show, sent me a poem, and it's like, this one is uh, a famous poem about uh, um, Los Angeles. Okay. Like, it's not that good. You could have written it. I'm like, oh, well, that's sort of an insult, but thank you, I guess. And so I found three poems about L.A. One of them I wrote, and the other two are real poems about Los Angeles. So this, these are all of the certain theme. Mm, I do love poems on a theme. Let me ask you, is the one that Jesse sent you part of this, or is that? Yes, it is. It's also okay. a poem about L.A. All right, so it's famous. You're afraid. You're not afraid that I might know it. I I know some poems. You know some poems, but I think this one was like you know by a an L.A. poet laureate. It wouldn't have like reached your national okay. sphere. All right, got it. So these are three poems about L.A. One of them I wrote. The other two are, I guess, real poems or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. I, I'm hoping that this sort of bypasses the whole like I can tell you wrote this one because why else would you write about this? This is like right. We're all, all writing LA. about L.A., yeah. That's smart. That's pretty smart. But let's see if if that narrow focus almost shows your hand, because I know what you'd write about L.A. <laughs> so, shit. Shaq Jacoby an alley-oop for the ages. <laughs> this is all, this is your third poem, is that correct? Your yes. Th- the third poem you've written? We had Ha-Oon. Um, we, we had Sadie, we had a Ha-Oon. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean, then you did point, you did two right? You did two as well. Yeah, I forget what mine. Wait, did I do two? I guess I. Oh yeah, yeah, I did do two right. Yeah, right? yeah, you did two. Honestly, One I don't was like a, a parking lot, and yours was yeah, so bad. I honestly gloaming. don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't remember the second one. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> oh, it was the Mary Oliver one? But. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Got oh, it. maybe like washing washing your child or something. Take. Oh, oh no! It was bath. it was talking about how you how you write. No, the bath one was I think uh, a real poem that made me cry initially. Yes. Um, that one was the um, all of these things happen, but I'm still writing the poem. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a poem about poetry writing. Yes, uh, I remember. We should also say we've not gotten um, we've not gotten. Uh, the other one wrong like we've always sniffed yeah. out the poem right that's true and i don't know if that's because we suck at poetry or we're just good at knowing each other yes. it might be both it yes. might be that i know how much you suck at poetry and vice versa <laughs> but let's let's hear these three la based poems okay let me pull them up now keep in mind they are three good poems <laughs> one of them <laughs> i did read that's fine that's good, actually. I wrote them, one of them. Maybe yeah. this one. Fuck, it probably is this one. Oh, God. You're trying to, you're trying to duke me out with... with uh, Just read the poem. Okay. <clears throat> I love L.A. I can't forget its smells. I love to make love in L.A. It's a great city, a city without a handle. The world's most mixed metropolis of intolerance and divisions. How I love it. How I hate it. Zoot suit riots. Can't stay away. City of hungers. City of angers. Ruben Salazar. Rodney King. I'd take a kick its... I'd like to kick its face in. 
Bone City, dried blood on walls, wildfires, taunting dove whales, car fumes and oil derricks, water thievery with every industry possible and still a, quote, one industry town lined by those majestic palm trees and like its people with solid roots, supple trunks, resilient. Mm, okay, not you. Next. <laughs> Uh, how little we do deceive, or much do yeah. I deceive. When I heard division, I thought there was a chance. <laughs> I thought you might have snuck some math in. <laughs> yeah. But no, it wasn't that you wouldn't have the gall to put Rodney King's name in there. It's not that I don't think you know who Ruben Salazar is. It's because I did get the chills at the very, very last line. <laughs> Solid trunks and resilient, and you can't do that to me. Let's see the other two poems. Traipsing wearily. <laughs> you already know it's me. Traipsing. Yours next. I didn't this is even traipsing start. except for a guy trying to pull one over on me about poems. Traipsing wearily where Juan Baptiste Alvarado carved. Errant sermons echo into the San Gabriel. Now cars pulse down the highway path, lifeblood of the city measured in fuel, zipping down sinewy side streets past taco stands that stood before the locals. Now I stand before the locals, neighbors in hoods pieced together like a quilt, shuffled together to create the city of angels and king. And king? One. <laughs> singular king huh city of angels and king i'm not gonna lie i think this one could be you just because i thought it was a little scattered <laughs> i didn't think it was there was a lot of good poetry language in there but i don't think any of it had a purpose so it might be you but it might also just be a poem that i didn't respond to let's, let's go number three number three the angels here have pigeons' wings. Blue collars, washed in sweat, <laughs> the common salt in tears, tongues swirl in a stew of cultures, singing asphalt songs in the midst of seagulls, bebop atop the San Andreas. The second one was you. <laughs> the second one was you. <laughs> this one's also moving me. <laughs> true the second one was me you got it right away i didn't even finish this one I this didn't... one's good why i don't know i really don't know i can't even quantify it i can't understand it it's just obviously good i was yeah my heart was a flutter as you're reading the third one i felt nothing during yours <laughs> The streets, the taco stands, it didn't resonate with you, but this one did. 
Yeah, I I just think that each line of your poem was a reaction to the one line before. So it wasn't like there wasn't a through line. It was like here's the line, here's the response. Here's the line, here's the re- response. Yeah. There was no poem. You tossed in quilt to make it. Yeah, quilts. Sinewy quilt side streets. You, t- you yeah. threw in some random uh, yeah. prose there. Yeah. Uh, the Sometimes I'll just like delete half of a line to make it sound more poetic. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, traipsing where he carved i uh, like carved into the mountains and i'm like let me just cut into the mountains so it's just as traipsing where he carved <laughs> yeah which <laughs> it's it's i mean i i don't think that's a bad way to write a poem it's kind of interesting it could be your style but it's not a real poem let's well let's finish the third poem it was almost Do these over. ones have names uh this one is actually just called los angeles um, okay in the midst of seagulls Biba. <laughs> Bebop atop the San Andreas, a humble plate of beings. Hmm. Yeah. If I finished it, you would have guessed me. Right. Bebop atop. No, a humble plate of beings is a very, very like gorgeous way to distra- describe all of the humans living in LA, like on a fault line, on a tectonic plate that can come crashing down at any second. I mean, that that's really beautiful stuff. Somebody named Kamau Daoud. And what was the first one called? And who's it by? First one is the one that Jesse sent me that was like, you could have written this. Evidently not, mm-hmm. Jesse. Joke's on you. I'm actually not good enough to write that. Uh, yeah. It's by the Poet Laureate of L.A., or at least that's what he calls himself. Let me find his name. <laughs> poet Laureate? That should be me. I've written a poem about L.A. at this point. I could at the very least be the Poet Laureate of Silver Lake. Luis J. Rodriguez. Okay. And what, what did you say it was called? It was uh, it was like a love letter to L.A. I don't know if there's okay. a is and is does your oh yeah name? love poem to Los Angeles. Well, my name now sucks considering you fucking guessed it right off the bat. Traipsing where he carved. It's farting around town. <laughs> the night diary of Amir Vlad Valerie Blumenqueef. <laughs> Okay. But I didn't want to now, read since that. You, since you lost, you have to read it again. I think that's <laughs> the only thing that you get if you win this game is that you don't have to reread your poem. I'm over three. You're over two. We're not even fucking close. Yeah. And you knew this one right away. Yeah, this one I sniffed out. And I tried to veil it with two other poems about L.A. <laughs> All right, let's let's hear traipsing where he carved. Farting around town. The Night yeah. Diary of Amir Valerie Blumenfeld. <laughs> Traipsing wearily where Juan Baptiste Alvarado carved. Errant sermons echo into the San Gabriels. That's a, you know, mountain range here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now cars pulse down the highway path, kind of like, you know, blood flowing through veins or whatever. Right. Lifeblood of the city measured in fuel. So it's like, you know, instead of blood, it's gasoline. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Zipping down sinewy side streets. Now we're losing a little bit. You're you're a little too focused on the cars. It's not about LA. It's about traffic. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't ask for your notes. (laughs) Just offering them for free. Yeah. Past taco stands that stood before the locals. Now I Mm. stand before the locals. Kind of yeah. a double, double entendre. Right. A little I too could tell clever. you were proud of yourself about yeah. that. Like, 
that was a little that was some authorial <laughs> intrusion that was the poet inserting themselves in the poem Which that is fine, wasn't actually. about la that was good. about you that was about blumenfeld all right anything else <laughs> neighbors in hoods kind of like neighborhoods neighbors uh-huh. in hoods pieced together like a quilt Okay. Yeah. Shuffle together. But you did shuffle together to create the city of angels and king. Because I wrote city (laughs) of angels, and I'm like, okay, that's obviously too on the nose. Yeah. Angels and kings. Okay, that doesn't really mean anything. Angels and king. Oh, maybe this is about somebody that he doesn't know. Yeah. That's that's. It was an interesting. I hate uh, it. Faint. I hate it. (laughs) Yeah. It's not. I'm gonna do this. I'll do this next week. And I'll do it for New York. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be fucking good at it. Not like you with the fucking tacos. What was that? What's a taco? I man? stand before the locals, neighbors <laughs> in hoods, sinewy side streets measured in fuel, and king. <laughs> and king. <laughs> God damn wow. you. Yeah. All right. Good job, you, I guess. Good stuff. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit. Even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash 
way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness, it's nah. a It's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement uh, seems like it should be. I'll have to check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness, more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Funny. And we're back. And we have to get right into this segment because I have a surprise <gasps> mystery guest for you. Wow, we're hitting all the classics today. That's right. I'll give you one hint. It is not my wife or daughter. Oh, okay. So it's not a repeat mystery guest. This is a new one. Yeah, right. Um, okay. Now, I do need you to shut your eyes because the mystery guest has changed their name to mystery guest. Okay. Um, but I want to make sure that their camera is off. So we're, okay. going, we're going to admit them now. Admitting Welcome to the podcast, mystery guest. Welcome, mystery guest. Hello. Amazing. Mystery guest is on top of his or her shit. Whoa, um, that was a clue. The, <laughs> the name is mystery guest. Oh. Uh, there's an audio echo, but that's obviously fine. The mystery yeah. guest is going to go on mute now. Yeah, I'm sure that's they are. Epic mm -hmm. mistake. Yep, yep, yep. That's fine, mr so you're, Guest. We're not blaming you. You can Just... open your eyes. You oh. can open your eyes. All right, we're back. Um, and you're going to be asking a series of yes or no questions. The okay. mystery guest will respond yes or no in, in the, the chat. chat. Okay. Yeah. And you have 20, uh, 20 guesses to try to get to who they are. Okay. I think I'm going to go at this at a, a, a kind of a different way than you usually do. You're trying to figure out the context in which we know this person. I'm going to use like straight up guess who rules wherein I just asked this person to describe himself physically. Okay, so let's wow. start with right off the top. I want to eliminate half the people. Mystery guest, are you a male? Are you a male mystery guest? No. No, the mystery female guest mystery guest. Has said no. Okay. Right. Mystery guest, um, are you over the age of... 40. Very rude question. No, yep, how dare you? you. Wow, yes. editorializing. <laughs> Very rude A question. younger, younger mm. lady. Okay. Mr. Guest, are you under yeah, the Yeah, you want to guess how much they weigh now? Is oh, that... that's quite enough. Yeah. Actually, are you You're over... You're so shy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, under 40-year-old lady. Uh, mystery Guest have uh or does your first name start with a vowel no first name okay. does not start with a vowel okay mystery guest does your last name start with a vowel is that another no 
Um, yes, it looks like it is. Yep. That it's so another no. A female. Four questions. And you've narrowed down under under 40 female. Yeah. And uh, their first and last name doesn't start with a vowel. Interesting. I can't say I think this is a good strategy. <laughs> of course, you can't. You got this wrong ones. You yeah. don't know what the fuck a good strategy is either. If it bit you on the ass. <laughs> mystery guest, have you seen the previous mystery guests episodes of this show? Or is this all new to you? I guess, have you seen the, the previous mystery guest episodes? No. Okay, so this is brand new action slash satisfaction. Mystery mm -hmm. guests. Mystery guest. Just because I know Jake is a cheeky little boy, have we ever kissed on the mouth? <laughs> oh, my God. I need to know, <laughs> you cheeky little boy. Wow. Have I ever... God, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that eliminates a lot of the I cheeky do, guests I feel like I got every probably yeah, would have brought. Yeah. Everything I needed was has already <laughs> happened. Like I did, I have I have considered inviting one of your exes on the yeah, show. Yeah, of course. And it's not yeah, I love that you didn't trust me and you had to ask. That's awesome. And now I didn't it saved me the embarrassment from actually having to do it. Okay, Mr. Anyway, Guest, go on. Are, are you younger than 30? Stop doing this. I'm <laughs> curious. No. Okay. That's fine. I'm now I'm in a zone. Yeah. Uh, mystery guest, have you ever done our podcast before? Have you ever been a guest on our podcast? Oh, there's a good question. That's a really good question. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Paul. You she's done our podcast before. <laughs> yeah. And now going through my head, I can't think of any other women that have been on the show who wouldn't have seen episodes and names don't start with vowels and that you haven't kissed. Haven't kissed names that start with consonants. Mm-hmm. Does Mr. Guest does your first name or actually Mr. Guest were you born in January? No. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Who do you think it was? Julia Noons. Nice. <laughs> Not Julia. Right. You guys didn't hook up? No. But we has done this podcast before. Female guest in their 30s that's done this show. Emily comes to mind, but her name starts with a vowel, quite frankly. Emily and Axford. <laughs> yeah, unless she was lying to you. There's no way. Did you lie? Mystery guys, have you lied to me? We did kiss. <laughs> God no was the answer to the kiss question. It wasn't just no. Mm -hmm. It was God no. Yeah, like... As in, they find you repulsive. Yeah, disgusting at the, the thought of it. Yeah, the thought of it. Uh, mystery guest, do you live in Los Angeles? Yes, in a way. In a way. Very in good. In a way. In a way. Sort of LA, sort of not. Uh, mm. Now, mystery I know I, I chose this person, but at this point, I would have guessed them. Easily, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm it's, wondering if you want to keep on asking questions, or if you just want to 
say the answer. Mm. You're halfway done with the questions. I'm at 10. Yeah. Female guest from If I Were You. In- international, a jet setter. That's enough mystery guest. <laughs> <laughs> you're over, you're over, overstating your welcome. You're you're saying too much, mystery guest. Just yes or no. <laughs> yes or no questions, please. What did they say? Is that international jet sitter, if you will? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who could it be? Mr. Guess, do you have a podcast? Do you yourself have a podcast? Also getting a little hurt at this point. No. <laughs> You're insulting the mystery guest. Mr. Guest, you should know that um, Amir invited uh, my wife, Jillian, on as the first mystery guest, and I couldn't guess her. Yeah. So this is it par does, for the it course. Have, it has nothing to do with how close or far we are. Mr. Guest, have I seen you personally in the last year? Yes. 12. That's 12 questions. Mr. Guess, have I seen you in the last month? No. I saw her in the last year, but not in the last month. Not like this. <laughs> no, no, no. Did that help? I was hoping it was yes, quite frankly. I can't think of like any guests that we've had. Lady guests on our podcast. Mr. Guess, have you done our podcast more than once? Yes, you moron. <laughs> okay, editorializing. That's fine, actually. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good mystery guest. Standing up for themselves. Mr. Guess, have you done our podcast more than five times? More than five times? Yeah. Has anyone? Honestly, probably. Possibly is what the mystery guest said. Possibly. Possibly. You have five more questions. Allison Williams starts with an A. Can't be Allison. That's right. You can guess that if you want, because maybe Allison is being (laughs) cheeky. (laughs) I straight up lying. Everything leads to Allison except for the whole vowel thing, which I eliminated very early on. <laughs> yeah, which now it almost makes no sense that you asked it because you're so fixated <laughs> on it. You can only think of women that names start with vowels. That has done our show over five times. Honestly, probably. Possibly. 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 Uh, mystery <laughs> guest... Do you have blonde hair? I think four, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, this might be the fifth time. Do you have blonde hair, mystery guest? Yes. Wow. (laughs) Stunned. Stunned as in like you don't know who it is, even though you've narrowed down. Mystery guest, were you at Jake or my wedding? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you clown. You clown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's Rose. It's yes. Rose MacGyver. Yeah. Wow. For sure. Wow. She's angry. Mystery, yes. She's you yelling can at turn me. on your camera 
um, you can use your voice. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I knew it right away too. I honestly didn't expect this to be such a blow to my ego. I can't out. Jake didn't get Jill after twenty questions. I got you after sixteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. She's on every single episode of our show. She kicks them all off. That's really good, actually. That's a good. Yeah, uh, that was a good tell. And yeah, you were at my wedding. That's true. Confident that there was nobody else who it could possibly be. No female had been on your podcast more than. I'm. I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah, that was not cool, Rose. I didn't. I didn't think I was inviting you into that type of environment. That wasn't. I apologize on ask like two or three questions and then there'd be one like huh did we ever watch the olympics together and we all know yeah 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 no yes. the thing is when you're in the hot seat like i am it's actually your brain is all over the place we're racing towards everything possible exes relatives white black asian <laughs> tall short other it's disgusting. It has to be noons. Julia noons. Yes, Over it had Rose. to be noons. Can I write? Can I write? Can I read you a poem about Los Angeles? <laughs> oh, actually, Rosie would like this. We we have another segment on our show called Poetry or Noetry, uh, where we read two poems and then Amir writes one poem, and I have to guess which one is the one that he wrote. I should listen to the show. It's sounding like it's really tightened up over the years. Oh, you don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Why would she now? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna recover for a bit and then I'm, i might tune in but tell me the poem that you wrote amir okay, yeah well, why don't you well, read her your poem okay i'll read you my poem <clears throat> this one's called los angeles the angels here have pigeons wings no Luke. this is the one this is the real one this is the real one <laughs> fine that was the real poem but did you like that did you think i could have said that that first line the angels here have pigeons' wings, or does that sound like a real poem? Uh, I actually, the jury was still out on that first line. I needed a little more to know. Let's read, read her your for, your first line. Trapesing wearily, where Juan Baptiste Alvarado carved, errant sermons echo into the San Gabriels. Do you think that one's real? Is this you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's me pretending to be someone yeah. else. I'll admit the first two lines are not bad. It just it yeah. goes downhill from there. I just didn't. Yeah, I, I um. Now cars pulse down the highway path. How cars pulse? <laughs> How cars pulse down the highway path? Now okay. cars pulse. Oh, now cars pulse. <laughs> Lifeblood of the city measured in fuel. Is that yes. correct? Wow. <laughs> Jake it's memorized like it. High school. What? That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, actually really good. It's, and then it goes on from there, but it's actually fucking too strong and nice to... How are you doing? Where are you? Montreal? Shooting ghosts? Good. I'm, I'm good. I have to go back to work, but um, I'm so glad I could be there for this just absolute assault. <laughs> this was just an epic segment. God, I wish I got it a little earlier so you can get back to work sooner. Yeah. I lived with you. I, I mean, like, yeah, we did live together a little bit. And it was just absolute crickets. No sense that you ever knew anyone besides mm -hmm. Julian Noons. It was the blonde, <laughs> the blonde. When the I blonde. Got, narrowed that down, I knew it had to be you. Or noons. 
<laughs> you guys. Well, I, I guess it was nice to see you. Um, yeah. In, uh, under a bit of circumstances next time. We love you, Rosie. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. I feel like she liked my poem. Wow. <laughs> like really, you burned that bridge. That was <laughs> that was really insulting. It's scary to be the one guessing. You don't want to insult anyone. Yeah, right. Which is God. that's like that's the worst. That's your worst fear realized. Yeah. <laughs> this is that's why this the segment is so scary. Thankfully, Jill didn't get mad at me, and uh, you know Gemma didn't really realize what was going on. She was fine with it ultimately. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah, she didn't care. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Legends! All right, we're back, baby. Yes, indeed, we are. I mean, this is shaping out to be an absolute all-timer. Yeah, a banger of an episode. Between. I mean, we can just like settle on a format instead of coming up with a new one every week. It's like, why don't we just play poetry or not nah every single time? Yeah. Have a mystery, mystery guest. guest. And then we'll do uh, Hogwash or Ha'un to take us home. Hogwash or Ha'un. Actually, this one is kind of a recycled segment idea we had, which is basically we still get questions to our old If I Were You email. Yes, that's true. So that podcast is in retirement. Show. Yeah, but yeah. we still get the email. So in theory, 
as a segment of this show, we could kind yeah. of just go back to our old one. Classic throwback. A yeah. segment called If I Were You, based on our woebegone podcast from years old. Incredible. Yeah, why not? So you have know. so we have one. You have yeah. you have a question. I have a question right here. I don't know if you remember how to do this, but we give these people fake names to preserve their anonymity. That's right. We do. Um It's a nineteen year old guy from the Netherlands. Okay. Let's uh call him uh Richarlison. You still fucking got it. <laughs> yeah. You absolutely still have it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It never left. Uh, dear Josh and Shmuel, I'm a 19-year-old guy from the Netherlands, and about three months ago I met this girl through a student association we're both a part of. After seeing each other at a few of the drinks organized by our association, I decided to ask her out. All the bars and restaurants were closed, so we decided to do a walk through Amsterdam. The date went very well, and we had good chemistry. At least good enough for a solid first aid. Solid enough that I felt like going in for a kiss would be a good choice at the end. However, when our date was ending, her tram suddenly arrived, meaning she had to abruptly leave, and this led me to go for mm. a hug instead of a kiss, mm. which I felt would have been forced and sudden. So directly after the date, she messaged me saying, sorry for leaving so abruptly, and we kept in touch through Instagram and TikTok DMs. A few okay. days later, I expressed my interest for a second date. Uh, however, she caught COVID, which made it impossible to see each other. And since then, we stayed in contact for a bit. But the problem is, I feel like it's mostly quite amicable slash platonic, and we're not really flirty with each other anymore. Is this the result of me hugging her on the first date? My question for you guys is, what is my next best move, and how do I show her that my goal is not being platonic, but more than that? I don't want mm. to come off as too strong, but I also don't want to seem like I'm in it to just be friends. Right. I've, I've already expressed my interest for a second date. Should I just wait for her to come back to the topic or do I propose it again? P.S. How many cheeses on a pizza is too many? Interesting. I, I never considered the cheese one. One, maybe two. Yeah, like, I think two is the max. I'm not really a cheese-forward pizza guy. I like a buffalo or a regular mozzarella, but as soon as you're doing, like, the quattro fromaggi, yeah. it's like, this is just, it's starting to no. turn into some sort of cheese salad. Yeah, it's it's a different beast at that point. It's not pizza. I don't think it's bad, but you're not having pizza. You're mm -hmm. having an open-faced grilled cheese, bud. Okay. You're had, yeah. You're having had a grilled cheese, pal. Yeah, yeah. Um, the good news about the whole kiss thing and the platonic thing is that it's all happening in your head and not in real life. So, I don't th I don't think it's a result of the of the kiss. I think it's probably more so a result of the covid. Yeah. I think that's going to pump the brakes. I think that's going to cool things down a little bit. And yeah, you maybe lost a little bit of momentum, but I also don't think that you like your you're behaving as if you've lost all momentum, but you're that's only it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're like, oh, we're just platonic. Oh, I blew it with the hug. She's not interested. So you're probably I mean, look at your DMs. Are, have they gotten a little lazy? Have they gotten a little lackluster? I yeah. think you could turn the heat up and the and the soup is gonna get hotter. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's almost like whatever happened pre-COVID doesn't count. It's like that was a platonic date or not. It was a good date or not. Mm -hmm. But then you're sick and you get better and it's just like 
That's all a preamble. It's almost like you have to go out on a first date again. Yes, another first date. So I think it, I don't entirely know like what the DMs look like and if, you know, he proposed a second date and she kind of ignored it or if it was like lost in the in the conversation if, you know, it it at a, at, if she has like forgotten to respond to it, whatever. But yeah. I think you got to shoot one more shot wholeheartedly you ask for that second date you try to reintroduce the flirtation and it doesn't sound like you're being too aggressive any in any of this because you didn't kiss you i think going for the hug when the train was coming was actually the right move you don't want to make your first move in that moment in the train so uh oh hold on oh your train's coming like no i don't think so i think it's better to to let it happen naturally and don't I try think to I've, force it. I think I've given this advice on our If I Were You show before, but something I realized at the end of my dating career was that like I would never go for the kiss the first date. I'd mm -hmm. be like, I would rather err on the side of like, even if they expect it and it seems like a good moment, I would err on the side of not doing it. Because like right. the risk reward factor of like, if I risk it in it, she doesn't want it, then it's like extra bad. And if she does want it and I don't do it, then that's also fine. It felt like a win-win right. situation. Yeah, yeah. I think not going for the kiss at the end of the first date is never, ever grounds for no first date. Like, oh, I liked him. It was perfect. But I'm not going to go out with him because he didn't kiss me. I think it's like that's only perceived as you being shy or being a gentleman. So that's that's all good. Yeah, so that's why I think like this guy's probably still all. That good, said, if it's undeniable, if the first kiss, if everybody wants the first kiss on the first date, I do think it's fine. Yeah. I don't think it's like. I guess I just mean at the end of the date, kind of like a, right. It always felt so forced and nerve wracking. So like I always yeah, just, like, yeah. remove that part of my brain. I'm like I'm just not gonna do it. Instead of like while I'm saying, all right, great, I had a good time. Thank you so much. Blah blah right. blah. I'm like I'm not. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be nervous during that. Moment. No, yeah. I don't think. I don't think I ever was into like the idea of the kiss coming at the goodbye. I think the goodbye has to be at the goodbye, and yeah. the kiss was usually happening in the middle of the date. If it's going really well, you start making out at the bar. Great stuff. That's great stuff. But yeah, if it hasn't happened then, then you just walk everyone home and you say goodbye. No, no harm, no a foul. A firm handshake. The firmest <laughs> Put her handshake. there, pal. A bro hug. I'll call you. You <laughs> Dap <Christ>. him up. <laughs> Where do I know you? What? All right, slugger. <laughs> Thanks. Let's play mystery guest sometime, me and you. Actually, poetry, you like poetry that, would be a, a very fun third date idea is you show up with a poem and the other person has to guess oh but don't God. use it yet yeah D you don't want to break out the poem on the first or second date yeah especially if they laugh at you but uh, yeah no i think you're fine I, th I think fire your shot pretend that the last two or three weeks didn't even happen and yeah. if anything just remember that you had a great first date that was only hurried along by a train and that's all that's yes. all fine and then do you literally say, can we go out again? Or like, hey, we should hang out another time. Like, how cash do you ask? I think if if you're, you might as well get rid of the unambiguity or get rid of, be unambiguous, get rid of the ambiguity, I should say. And just be like, let's go out. Are you free Friday? Like, I don't, maybe it's just because I'm an old man now. But the idea of being like, we should go out again. And then the per like, that's. It sounds like you're playing playing it safe because then they can say like, yeah, they can let you down easy. But just why not be like, 
are you around on Saturday? I want to go out again. That yeah. it's like, that's a, that's a real ask. <clears throat> a real ask so they, they can have all the information that if they mm-hmm. say yes, you don't have to be like, I hope she yeah. thought that was a date. Say what's on your mind. Well, don't say, don't say what's on your mind because. Save that yeah, for you the emails to and us. All that. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Really say that. Per, say that for your poem. Yeah. <laughs> but don't insert yourself into the poem, I guess. Which, by the way, I don't even think that's a good rule when you said that to me. Don't insert yourself into the It is if you're writing about poem. a city. It is if you're writing about a city. It is if you're writing about a city. It is if you're writing about a city. Your poem starts with, I'm standing next to a tall building now. I can't believe how fucking cold it is. Traipsing warily me, Jake, next to a building carved. A gas station in the distance. It's Long Island shitty, a.k.a. Long Island City. Mid-coast Connecticut spring. (laughs) I hope I don't. I hope I'm not the first one to lose poetry or noetry. I can't yeah. have that on my permanent record. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I, I really, I'm, I'm ready. I've been like writing a poem in my up here in the head. What's cheating for a while? That's absolutely. What do you mean? Cheating. You have to just <laughs> putting a lot of it. effort isn't cheating. <laughs> yeah, trying is cheating. You have to sort of piece it together while you're at a urinal. Right. I guess the ethos at. of it is that like poetry is so dumb and random. I could fart one out and you wouldn't know the difference. We've proven <laughs> that's not true. So now I just have to try to trick you with my skill, with my quality. That's right. Traipsing warily hither and thither. Uh, okay. Traipsing. That's it. That's it. Enjoy. Right. Have fun. Right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Segment ideas. Hit us up below. You guys are coming up with some good ones. I feel mm-hmm. like um, there's a there's a solid uh, to get to list now. So add yours yeah. below and let us know what we should do next. Let us know Definitely. what you think about the poems. Let us know what you think about the guests. Um, right. And we'll be back, of course, next week. You can watch these on YouTube. You can listen to these wherever. And you can watch us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. Yeah. Yeah. We're watching Jake and Amir videos. We're writing Jake and Amir videos. It's it's all happening at Patreon. That's right. That's right. Go on, check it out. Uh, and for more of us on this show, segments, of course, we'll be back next week. See you slash hear from you then. Peace. Goodbye, everybody. That was a HeadGum Original. 